It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. It's August. We're back. Ready for the and it's actually fitting. We're doing, we're back on the first day of the first game of the worst game of football of the year. The worst game of football. It is, it is. It is such a bad game of football. Like the Hall of Fame game should be abolished because that team gets like an extra game of preseason football. So now they're playing like literally they have raffles to see who comes in and plays uh, positions. Well, you also don't want to get, I mean, you've got a lot of guys showing up at training camp that aren't fully in training well, mode. That's so what I mean. This you know, is a perfect time to get injured, as we've seen in many said, training camps. Yeah, they've already said, you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't playing, Derek Carr's not playing, Devontae Adams not playing. Again, we got to sit through this, you know, it's only really fun preseason is if your team sucks and you got some guys you want to watch. Yeah. And if, if, your team, just, if your team's good or your team's even middling, it's just, this is just, this is painful these next three weeks. Uh, apparently, too, Trevor Lawrence, because he's been in Florida for a year now, has already got uh, Mountain Dew tattooed on his neck, which is good. Um, Inside of the Mountain Dew crew? Is he's Mountain Dew crew, y'all. Uh, it is preseason. It's excitement. This football is here. Um, Game Pass is back. It's expensive. Again, uh, price goes up, but you got to have it if you if you want to watch all this I stuff. I don't think it's – I think it's all right. I think it's – yeah. You know, until you get all the games, you get the NFL Network, you get all the, the there's a really great it's like football lives you can watch. Mm-hmm. Tons of shit on there. Fantasy the, football. If you're struggling up. too for money, I would just say cancel Disney Plus for the kids because that's not going to help them through this, the, yeah. the fall months. Sorry, say, kids. Sorry, kids. No, Daddy's in a fantasy league and your childhood is on pause. Yeah, your your new <laughs> hero is Kay Adams. Yeah. Um, who apparently might be leaving uh the nfl to go to FanDuel. uh we don't know about that always uh but let's let's get in we'll get into the big news um it's it's if you thought the drama of the johnny depp trial and amber heard was enough (laughs) man you have not heard about deshaun watson so Um, that's when i think i'm out they pull me back they pull him back in so six games is what the, the this judge independent female arbiter uh said because the crimes were nonviolent and because everything was settled Six games. Now, of course, everyone starts jumping. What, what about Calvin Ridley betting? Well, betting's different. What about Josh Gordon yeah. smoking weed? He'd done it a few times. Now, of course, uh, we all wondering what was going to happen because, as we all know... Well, the, one, argue, the one good... Sorry to interrupt, but the one good argument is, um, is Hopkins, who was, like, barely over the legal limit of something. And he PEDs, got six, yeah. And he got six games, so... That's yeah. that's the only one I think is the most comparable because yeah they're different parts of the rules it's, but it's still people don't care about that that's not it, what people care about it's, it's the optics it's the optics of it you know so but here's the problem now so what happens is is that they can let this independent person come and give their information but ultimately Roger Goodell has the power of Putin uh, pretty much so he can just go nope too bad uh, well, I'm going to make a decision he just has appealed it I think last yeah night. he has they just appealed it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like kind of kind of hilarious where like they brought in this system to change it, but it's kind of exactly the same. They're like, we don't want Goodell to have like the say in the punishment, what the punishment should be, mm-hmm. but we're going to give them the appeals right and be the guy. And the punishment. Yeah. And the punishment. But the thing is, I guess, you know, that you want, they wanted more money. All the players wanted more money. And then they, this is part of the deal. It's like, I just, I don't know what you thought was going to happen. Like Goodell's going to be like, you know what? That's Sue Robinson. She's smarter than me. 
Yeah. Smarter than me. So uh, yeah. it's, it's really detriment for the whole game because, you know, like a lot of these trials, you know, you just, I think a lot of players, I think the teams just want this over and done with. And so when you have this independent ruling, you sort of go, okay, now then the appeals process, well, how long does this go? And, and does this really take away from the game of football? It's just like, come yeah. on, man. It's going like, to go on for a while. But like he's got – I think I was reading. It's like he's got six anyway. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, those six are – so this is about him fighting from week seven and on. So I think they're good. I think it is good. He's been saying the whole time he's got to go a year. I yeah. think he's going to go a season. And I think that it's going to go to court. And then they're just going to be like – the courts will be like, well, dude, this is in your agreement that you guys signed. So you you said that this is okay. So I don't see how Deshaun Watson's going to win. I can't see how he's going to win, and it, it seems like everything's sort of steeped against him. I, I I think that the real losers here are just NFL fans because this has been going on so long because his drama has been dragged across for everything, and you sort of you know you start getting this taste where it's like uh yeah, I don't really want to watch a lot of this crap. You know, like I, I as soon as I hear about this in the news, I'm like oh god. Um, well, it was the worst possible fight for Goodell. That was the worst possible punishment they could have given him, mm-hmm. because for his for his sakes, because it was like no fine. He was like, and, and the whole thing is weird because they're like, he has to use special masseuses provided by the team only. Can yeah, get no, exactly. Fine. That's part of it. So now, from now but on, then it's like, only... well, then clearly, if that's a rule that he was doing shit that he shouldn't have been doing, that you have to force him now to take this. And then the whole thing with nonviolent sex, you'd just be like, oh, it's nonviolent sex. Yeah. being a bunch of babies. He just came on her back. It wasn't violent. Yeah. It's like, come oh, my on. God, so, what is that? Is that mashed potatoes? So then again, that, that sort of wording looks great. And then they called it egregious behavior. So it's like you can't be all this and then give it kind of this light punishment, which it was. Like, no one's looking at it being like, other than Cleveland fans who want this to go away, no one's looking at this thinking like, that was fair. That, no, that, right. but it's also, I mean, what we've seen is an unbalanced throughout the league's decisions anyway, you know, whether it's, you know, a year for this or weed or hitting a girlfriend, get certain things, you know, it's almost like you need a chart to go, okay, what did you do? If you do this, this is what you get. Um, well, I think the real problem too is that problem is people just keep making new axes on the charts where they're just like, here's now, like it always comes stems from Ray Rice, the two game punishment, and then the video came out. And yeah. it was like you gave him two games, it looked like pathetically. Well, especially like, if he killed a guy that. too. So now yeah. even like six games, especially when you got that guy in baseball, I think like Trevor Bauer, who mm-hmm. got like two years for um for domestic violence and stuff like that. So and again, and then you have like Cleveland putting at this press conference about like about how Deshaun Watson's been remorseful. And it's like, no, he hasn't. That's the one thing Deshaun Watson has not been since this whole thing has been going on is one ounce of remorse you haven't seen from him. So the fact that, like, he's going to fight this, this is going to get ugly, but in the end, he's going to lose. He's going to sit out, and Cleveland's going to look stupid because, or no, they should do, they should make it, like, 16 games. So, therefore, the... Plays one. Plays one, and then that voids one year of the contract. So now, because if they've done so the whole year, I think the contract just moves another year, so they don't technically. Yeah, with the contract and the money, it, it's it's a bit of so a like, nightmare. So then you'd be doing, instead of like a five-year 230, it's a four-year 230, which is like even more insane. Well, it could be appeals process five years on this thing still going on. Deshaun's still not allowed to play. He's on a third appeal. Um I, I guess it's because the other thing we talked about is Miami and we've all seen the dolphins and the, and, and Ross family Ross for less. 
Um, getting caught uh, cheating a few times. Um, you know, doing some bad things with Tom Brady, with Sean Payton. Um, and, and so Miami, obviously, they've lost a first-round pick in 2023, fourth-round pick in 2024. Uh, and um, he's got to pay. Ross is not allowed to go to any of the games until October 17th. Has to pay $1.5 as he calls it, uh, stuff he finds in the couch. Yeah, right, yeah, Robert Kraft is probably looking over being like amateurs and you're cheating. Yeah. You got to talk to the godfather cheating and i love i love how there's a great stat i think i I shared with you guys it was something like every every first round draft pick that's been taken from a team tom brady has been involved in some way yeah uh, which i find hilarious Uh, it's always tom brady in stuff like this it's great like i don't think again i don't think he if people are coming talking to him like what's he gonna do like yeah what's he gonna do tell on him no, exactly. He's just going to be like, dude, talk to my agent or whatever. I don't know what happened. I saw nothing. But, He's like Schultz from uh, Hogan's Heroes. But the one thing is, is that this this really hurts Miami because Miami, this is like the Tua year, right? Mm-hmm. So if Tua doesn't um, step up and have a great year, it's over. And then the thing is, they were in such a good, strong position because they had two first-round picks mm. um, that they could use with – Tua maybe and trade him for get another quarterback with Tyreek and then they just ready to go. Now they've lost that. Now they've lost a huge piece. So now like it just makes Tua even more um, important his season. But it also makes like the more inf- that no one believes in this guy and the owner still doesn't because he's like doing everything in his power to get out from yeah. this guy. So you know, Tua's gonna have to. He's got, and then he's not to mention all the pressure Tyreek Hill just keeps putting on him, calling him like the greatest, yeah, most accurate passer he's ever seen. It's just like, I don't know, man. He better be ready to step up because it's just looking like this could it could be a disaster. But I think he's gonna be a lot better than last year. So I think he's gonna be fine. It's not gonna be like fifty touchdowns, but he's, he's gonna be all right. I mean, I mean, who knows? It could be that, you know, we all know Brian Flores is terrifying. So maybe there was fear factor that was going on there. Um, this is this is the put up or shut up year, though. You know, you can't assemble a team of this this speed and, and wide receivers and, and not expect to make the playoffs. Um, so, you know, well, and, that's and the again, thing, especially you've got such a tough like, AFC, the AFC East, like, even with the Patriots, they'll be battling the Patriots and the Bills twice. They have seen West. It's like it's only seven spots, and there's like good ten, really, really good teams. Yeah, no, it's going to be very competitive, and we all know, you know, the big arbiters last year. It's always injuries. Who's going to go down? Yeah. Who's going to get hurt? You know, how does that affect your team? Because injuries have already happened already. Um, that's going to be very scary. A lot of injuries. I mean, uh, Dalvin Cook got escorted off the field uh, the other day, and then yeah, you look at the the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Tim Patrick, ACL, two guys, ACL. Uh, Danaria Crockett, uh, running back, and Tim Patrick. Yeah, Tim Patrick, I had him in the second half of fantasy on a few teams. He, he got some good points in the second he half. He looks like one of those sneaky guys, yeah. you, um, Tim Patrick. Yeah, yeah, that's a real big loss. I think he he would have been one of those guys, like with Cortland Sutton taking a lot of um, the attention. He could have that big – they got Hamler as yeah. well. He's so good, good, it's a good, good piece that Russ loses, right? And I don't think you could just easily just uh, replace that. I think that's going to hurt Russell Wilson, hurt their offense, definitely. Um, you also had Tom Brady lost his center. Yeah, like, uh, Ryan Jensen was down, Ryan and also Jensen. Tristan Wirfs also got hurt yesterday. So I think, yeah, I think he's going to be okay. I think it was. I read it was just cramps that one. But again, to lose your center, like yeah. one of the most important positions to get Tom Brady upright. He, I think he 
begged him to come back from retirement, being like, dude, could I have to come back? And I think I think it was him, it was one of the linemen. Yeah. Brady's like, dude, come back and come back up right away. It's just like, God damn it. Now they do have a second, they do have a second rounder they got last year, which I'm sure they're gonna have to but you also got uh, the Bills, Jordan Poyer. He uh, he was hurt. Um, this is a scary time to be an NFL fan. You're just literally just waiting for your phone to tell you one of your favorite players' his knee's been torn up, just running on a non-contactless cone drill. Well, we all know what it's <laughs> like when you when you when you think you're 18, you feel like you're 18. You go to run, you're like, oh, I'm 28 um, or 48, depending on on, on where you're at. Um, so yeah, it is hard. I mean, you you got to get into it. Uh, and then you've also got the tension. Uh, you know, you saw in Brandon Ayuk and Fred Warner in San Francisco beating the crap out of each other. Although, you know, Ayuk's hey. like, football's back, baby. Uh, Josh Allen got in a fight with one of his linemen. It's that time, baby. It is. That time is getting chippy. Uh, and I mean, Zach Wilson got in a fight with all his mom's friends, which was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we talk about, you know, the pressure and Deshaun Watson, man, this is a guy, your mama jokes on Zach Wilson. I mean, we talk oh, about man, the bully right? in the league. This kid. Uh, New well, York media is relentless. Really, there hasn't one thing I'll say is usually like you've seen it with Tua, right? With where like you've seen the deep pass that they throw, and then everyone's being like, "Look at that arm!" They're all comparing it, but you don't hear anything about what's going on with Zach Wilson. Like, no. I don't know if he's having a good camp or a bad camp. Like usually. They're trying to really pump up their quarterback. Like when Mahomes was taken over his first year, all you heard was how good this guy is looking in camp. You hear that a little bit, but I haven't heard one thing. Like I've heard Mac Jones a little bit of both. Heard like he's looked great and then he's looked bad, but I haven't heard nothing about Zach Wilson. So that makes me a bit nervous if I'm if I'm a Jets fan because I remember when Josh Allen was playing good, you would definitely hear a little bit of noise that was coming out. Like this guy is really good. National media. I'm going to have to do some Googling to see how Zach Wilson's doing, but the maybe, the is, mom, maybe the mom thing. It is, probably, it, is uh, it is part of it. And, and, you know, you also have to look at, because I read a lot of the New York newspapers, they, you know, the look, big city New York is relentless on their sports heroes. Um, and you see it, you know, as soon as Daniel Jones, you'd have one good game and then they're all over you. The New York Post is relentless. And if you look at the New York Post and if you look at some of the, tr- the trades in New York, it's very negative on the Jets. Um, which could be a good thing, you know, like they are focusing a lot on his mom, which is tough. What is he? 23. Uh, hey, your mom. Uh, it's enough. It's one thing if it's guys in your team. It's another thing if it's national newspapers and, and every sports. Yeah. Drink. But it's like, yeah, to me, that's just like, don't bang your mom's friends. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you know, what? This upon yourself. maybe yeah. he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it's just an ex-girlfriend who got jealous and starts spending this stuff. We all know how, you know, uh, he hasn't really come out and denied it, though. He hasn't really come out and denied it. Well, what's he gonna do once you start opening? I think, up it, made him, like just I think it made him. I think it made him so popular in the locker room that he refused. It's like you know, like there's, there's this lie about you, and you, everyone thinks you're the coolest person in the world because of it. Yeah, so you can't tell the truth because you're gonna blow the facade. Yeah, that's that's why I never told people I wasn't an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so the moon? What's it like? Oh, it's like geez. Um, G. Yeah, the other thing too, when you got the competition going on, we talk about quarterbacks. Apparently, Geno Smith is whooping uh, Drew Locke's ass. Oh God. Uh, Gino, well, just, Gino. Well, they just, signed, they just signed DK Metcalf, so they're going to need, man, that, if I were him, I don't know if I even would have signed that. He must love it there because I'd be a little bit worried going from like such a great start to your career to then just now having to deal with Gino and Drew, Drew Locke. Maybe Gino will be good. I think the Seattle franchise seems so. like a whole mess anyway, you know, because Paul Allen, before he died, wanted his sister to sell this sucker. Um, 
Yeah, you and got kind of still a, hold on to it. She's still holding on. Oh, I can't find the right person. It does feel like a bit of a mess. I think like after this, you're going to see Pete Carroll being like, nah, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, if she can't sell that because, you know, the the whole part of the trust was she was going to get rid of that team. She knows nothing about football. And I think she's sort of inherited kind of her brother's stuff. And it's like, oh, isn't this fun? I own the Seahawks. Um, Whereas you could get a lot of money for them. Yeah, well, I think they probably will sell it. I think once they uh, they lose Pete Carroll, they're pretty much done. Well, especially now. It's going to be a rough year. Seattle's like, there's no way anyone's going to be picking them to win any games. No. I mean, look, the two worst teams that are being feted this year are obviously the, the, the Texans and the second worst team is supposed to be the Bears. I don't the Bears. think the Texans will be the worst team. Texans and Bears think, are being uh, Yeah, I think the Bears worst. could be. I think the Bears could be really bad. <laughs> we'll see how Man, bad. I don't know. I, I'm not, like, it's not a winning season. I'm not hearing much about uh, old Justin Fields and how he's doing either. So There's a lot of talk. I, I mean, there, there was a big thing. one this, of the guys I'd really be interested to watch in preseason watching some Justin Fields to see how much time they're going to give him early. Cause so I, much, so much protection. He's going to need as much reps as he gets. So I think like, if you're see, I think you're going to see him maybe playing like a half in most games. Yeah. It's all going to be how, how safe this offensive line is. Hopefully that every other team gets injured uh, quicker than the bears yeah. do. Interestingly enough though, I don't know if you saw this. So uh, mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago uh, came out and said, Hey, here's some, here's our visions for the future. For for Soldier Field, and the Bears are like, yeah, no thanks. thanks. What was it? There was the plans for the stadium. Bears are like, yeah, we we don't we're not going to stay there anymore. Um, so it, it's looking very likely the Bears will be leaving Soldier Field. Um, um well, you know what? Yeah, it's a small stadium. It's too small to host the Super Bowl because you have to you need over seventy thousand for. Wow, it's also in Chicago. It'd be freezing. Yeah, but still, New York's held Super Bowls. Yeah, but they only did that once. I don't think they're going to do it again. So, well, well, even just hosting big games. So I think I think a lot of the talk is, you know, because this was this stadium, Soldier Field is built for a world. It's built for like college stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of the talk now is it, it's going to be done. The one thing I did want to mention about, because we talked about the ownership and Lewis Hamilton uh, is now part owner of the Broncos. Um, hey. Hey. Yeah, did you see that? I think Lewis, I, I think I just saw the headline. He's part. He's part of an ownership group. So the uh, the people who own the Broncos are the richest NFL owners. Uh, it's the Walton family, as you know, who owns Walmart. Um, but they did have some other players and people that were sort of buying into part of the franchise. And Lewis Hamilton um, is one of them. Now it's funny thing is because the guy, what's his name, uh, Walton, uh, had referred to Lewis Hamilton as the greatest F1 racer of all time. Which I was like, really? Because I've watched the F1 and I, I, I wouldn't put him in the top three. Well, but Michael man. Schumacher. Hello. <laughs> Michael yeah. Schumacher. Come no, on. of course. There's lots of people you could say. There's a lot um, of guys. Yeah, he's good, anyway, he's even Nancy, in, in, Nigel Mansell I'd put ahead. But anyway, but the, the fact is he's an owner. Uh, so he's an owner of a team, um, which is good. You know, um, that's very cool. You see him at the games. Yeah, I mean. I, th- I think it's going to be. Oh, a he's going to retire after this year, so it kind of makes sense. Maybe he'll be out there. Could be living the life. It could be. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of people are excited. Uh, you've got the Game Pass, which is good. Uh, they are launching a new product in America called NFL Plus, um, which is sort of a gap in the Sunday ticket. Sort of, it's sort of like Game Pass, um, but it's cheaper. It's like eighty bucks, um, eighty dollars US. Why? What? How is it? Be- what does it do then? It's it's just basically Game Pass for Americans. Uh, they don't really have Game Pass in America. No, I know that. So this is NFL Plus because what's happening is obviously the Sunday ticket rights are coming up. Um, 
obviously America in America, they're dangling the NFL rights as a result of which, if the rights go to say Amazon, the NFL, you know, NFL game pass could also go to Amazon. We don't know uh, why Amazon wouldn't want a competing product. Out there. It's still going to cost the same price. It's not still going to cost the same price, but we don't know what's going to happen with the streaming. Same shit. They, they do. Uh, we are excited about the London games. A lot of people got tickets. A lot of people didn't get tickets. I did not. A lot of people also reach out to us. Uh, we have nothing to do with them, by the way. Uh, <laughs> when the tickets go on sale, it's like, I tried to get something for my disabled mother. And I'm like, we, we, we don't we don't have anything to do with that. Um, yeah, I'm sure. pretty sure they sold out quickly. I have no doubt. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the one big story, if I can ask you, one big story that you're paying attention to heading into the regular season? Ooh. Um, I really want to see uh, Russell Wilson because I really want to see is if he if it was that thing of like because again we saw it with Manning when Manning went to Denver mm-hmm. and everyone was kind of like oh is it going to be that good and then he just absolutely tore a new one broke the yeah. record and had that just insane year so I want to see is if Russ because Russ had those moments and and I want to see if that. Seattle was just that, like, they saw something that this guy's declining. They're just like, listen, it's going downhill. Mm-hmm. Or it was just such like a Pete Carroll thing. And then he goes and has like that insane year. So to me, and I really, I've always liked Russell Wilson, the player, yeah. the, the, the persona is kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. But, um, but I love the player. I love yeah. it. So to me, that that's the one I, I'm looking forward to. We'll do a nice in our little preview thing of like top storylines, but that would yeah. be one of mine because no bigger quarterback got moved this year. And I think I think a lot of people are just like it was a big news, and then there's been like 50 other stories that have yeah. made us just forget. Holy shit, Russell Wilson got traded to Denver. Yeah. So um that's why that first game against Seattle is gonna be awesome. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a good game. I've been, I'm vacillating on my, on my strategy uh, for the drafting because I've been reading a lot of different things uh, about, you know, not going for the big running backs instead of just taking a slew of running backs in the sec in the second part. So that's what I've been looking into. Cause I'm, I'm looking at the players. The I'm looking at sort of the ideal people I want. And then you got to figure out where you're going to be in the draft. I have seen, cause we, we, some of, some of our guys and we're friends of ours have already done their draft. Um, which really? to me is ridiculous. Crazy. Don't do it till like the you gotta wait because people get like yo, I got Tim Patrick. Oh, really? Because then you yeah. get to the by the time the season starts and you, you got eight injuries. And yeah. It seems silly. That's um, amateur. That's amateur. That's amateur, that's amateur stuff. Amateur. Don't do your draft until like the first week of September. Everybody, wait till the preseason is done. Yeah. You well, don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know who's gonna be injured, and you need to see stuff. You need stats. Um, so that's what I'm. I'm. I'm be looking at our stats. fantasy spectacular because I found some gold nuggets last year. So I'm looking to find me some gold nuggets in, in my draft. Uh, but we will be having our draft and we'll be doing some extra fun stuff for you guys as well. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening uh, for this podcast. Uh, Ryan and I'll be back with loads more podcasts in the next coming weeks because it's preseason. Football's yeah. back. I'm and, back uh, from vacation, and, and you're back from vacation, waiting for a new baby. Um, <laughs> oh, <man>. Yeah, <laughs> on the way. Everyone, thanks for joining us and stay safe.